Hi, and welcome to Connection Talks, a podcast on human relations and personal development. Today, I have another special guest with me. Her name is Hannah. She's a musician and beat maker based in Oslo. She also works as a vet assistant for birds and exotic animals. She's very passionate about music, animals, how to work through trauma, and understanding of self and the mind mechanics. Today, she's here to share her passion and story. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. <laughs> and how, 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 how? <laughs> <laughs> did you have any did you have any thoughts or expectations before before our interview today uh yeah I had a lot of thoughts I got really focused on everything that I want to say and then it kind of becomes like this huge task you know you want to say everything and yeah so I've been very focused good so focused and also interested It seems that you've yeah, yeah definitely. been excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Cool. Okay, great. So you are a musician and beat maker. And when did you begin doing that? Well, I was pretty young, actually. Uh, I discovered beat making when I was around 15 years old. Before that, I, I used to play violin. I used to play piano, singing. And I discovered beat making, and that was like, whoa, whole different level. So I got very into it right away. And uh, yeah, it was, it's been a good ride. What kind of beats did you start to make in the beginning? In the beginning, it was kind of like, it was pretty hip hop, you know, like cool underground hip hop style kind of mellow and very emotion-based. So where did you find that inspiration to do those kind of beats, the hip-hop beats? I guess I, I found them in myself, like it gave me a whole new way of expressing my emotions. So that was really a good experience for me. Nice. And how did your music journey progress over the years? Uh, in my teen years, I I was yeah I was doing I was making music with some rappers here and there across the world, uh, which was cool. How did you meet these uh, people who did beat making as well? I met a lot of musicians on MySpace actually. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I had a lot of friends there, and it was good to to connect. Uh, through music, finding people who, uh, who had similar kind of way to express themselves. So you kind of found your community there as well? Yeah, I did. Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. So you had an international kind of music community on MySpace. I did. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Did you feel like it gave you some kind of um, feeling of... Uh, what's the word? Belonging. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it did make me feel like the world is not so big. And uh, I realized that 
Um, there's a lot of different people out there with a lot of good things to say and a lot of talent. Amazing. Did you ever um, visit any of the people you got to know? Yeah, I did. I, I've been traveling to the to the States quite some times. Uh, so, yeah, I got to meet some some of the people that I actually started making music with when I was like 17, you know. Amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. And did you share your music anywhere? Uh, mostly online. Mm-hmm. And I, um, I made uh, an album in 2009, so that was like properly pressed and uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. And how's it been the last few years? Uh, the last few years I've been very experimental. I've been trying to, to go new ways, new directions with the music. Because at some point I just found myself feeling a bit stuck, uh, stuck in my my sound, my own perception of what it should sound like, and it kind of uh, made it difficult because I it didn't excite me as much as it used to do. Why do you think that you, uh, you came in the, into this uh, routine or stuckness, as you said? That you didn't find more creativity. In a way, I, I guess that everything that you do uh, for a long time can get like you can get stuck in it, you know, get yeah. stuck in patterns, way of doing things, and music doesn't have a recipe, basically. I also so then, do you think the way, do you think the stuckness kind of forced you into? discovering or exploring more within your music yeah it did and where did you explore for new and different sounds uh, I kind of had to, to open my ears a lot and just listen to all kinds of music stuff that I didn't really like <laughs> and just you know kind of exposed my ears different sounds and what came out of that I started becoming a lot more experimental with my sound uh, I tried new ways of uh, or new ways to approach it like maybe I would make do everything backwards like I have this way of doing it okay I'm gonna turn it upside down I tried learning different instruments. I started improvising a lot with singing and kind of just be in the moment and try to express something real. Nice. Yeah, that's fascinating that you say something real. It makes me uh, intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> and could you share what do you mean by real? I guess I mean authentic and not um, restrained by a genre or rules and kind of universal. A universal sound. Yeah. Influenced by sounds of different corners of the world. Yeah, definitely. Cool. So 
Can you can you share where some of the influence is from? What countries? What parts of the world? Uh, I'm very into music from ancient cultures, like old music. I know you shared something on um, SoundCloud, a, a shaman who were singing uh, this uh, very traditional song. I think it's called Icaros. Yeah, that's right. And then you put a sound to it, a beat to it. Yeah. Something that was really fascinating. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, I wanted to honor her because she was a shaman that was very acknowledged and she was the first female shaman, actually, uh, as far as we know. <laughs> so this shaman, where was she from? Uh, she's Peruvian. How did you become influenced by uh, this type of music? I guess I kind of discovered it while um, doing shamanic work, uh, which has been a big part of my own healing. And I find a lot of comfort in these old chants and ikaros. So an ikaros is like a chant. Yeah. Which is um, something repetitive, something that repeats itself yeah. over and over again. Exactly, like a magical reinforcement is yeah. how they view it. Okay, nice. When did you start with shamanic work? Or could you please describe more of what shamanic work is? I guess it's um, it's about connecting to, to your spirit. And uh, you can do this in, in ceremonies where there's like there's a group um, what type of shamanic work uh, did you do uh, I've done um, plant medicine ceremonies which was for me very helpful and there was a lot of focus on on music and uh, sound healing how has it been helpful in your life I feel like it um, it made me connect to myself and others in a whole new way. And I really learned so much. Do you have any examples of what you learned? I, I learned how, how to tackle my, my own hypersensitivity that I accumulated through just tough stuff. And I learned how to to like deal with things and not to just bury them but actually face it and allow yourself to maybe be broken if that's how you feel it's okay so how did it help you to deal more with your hypersensitivity and other challenges that you've had I feel like um, when you take medicine you become a lot more sensitive uh, and then you have to work through it. So you become even more sensitive than what you had already been Yeah. after having experienced quite challenging things. Mm -hmm. So how does that make it healing or better if 
you become even more sensitive than what you've been? I think that the thing is that when you're dealing with trauma, you have to patiently and gradually work through these things. And it's very important to rebuild your stamina to be able to, to move on. But how did you build your stamina? By, by taking medicine and, and having to work through these, these even more sensitive states. Okay, so you, you build the stamina by um, kind of feeling into the most sensitive parts of yourself and to feel it and then to work through it. Yeah. In a way. Mm-hmm. And when you dissolve your ego, it's much easier to to access your issues, you know, the underlying things, the subconsciousness. Because what is, could you describe more about what the ego is and what it does? Uh, well, the ego is full of uh, defense mechanism. It's here to protect us, but it can also be very destructive and get in our way and kind of keep us from actually healing and and uh, to to see what's really there that's really beautifully explained and described i I, yeah i i feel it Mm. what you're saying um has there been any other work that you've done outside of shamanic work in your healing process I had to work a lot with uh, de-isolating myself because I, um, after I had experienced uh, some of that trauma, I, I kind of went into my own cave and I started doing more yoga and I tried to keep it a consistent thing in my life. And just by, by working out, by moving, it can be very uh, therapeutic. Mm. So, bo- so you did a, um, alongside uh, shamanic work and medicine ceremonies, you also did a lot of yoga and movement to kind of, could that also be some kind of integration of the ceremonies and the shamanic work that you did? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like it is. Because I've also been to ceremonies and what I've realize is that it's a lot of work on the mind Mm -hmm. and on thought patterns and feelings and emotions so that's also yeah not just the mind but also yeah Yeah. emotions in the body but then it has been difficult to kind of integrate those experiences Mm -hmm. but i can imagine by moving the body more helps to to just integrate yeah definitely it helps a lot and for me that was that was hard because i um i was kind of i didn't feel like i was quite in my body and i i hadn't been really good at working out and and moving as much as i should have been for a while so it was uh it it was really healthy for me both mentally and physically to to get a good routine and to to keep going although it was hard in the beginning and it felt tough yeah, I can imagine. It also builds a lot of stamina. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, movement mm-hmm. also helps build 
more of the psychological or psych yeah yeah definitely and just uh, it reduces your stress levels yeah and also it's, just understanding your yourself your how your mind works i'm curious about that though mm -hmm. could you share more about how what you've learned about how the mind works well i guess that everyone's minds work differently yeah there's also a lot of things that repeats itself in people things that are common for most people i guess there's uh, a lot of traps that you can fall into within yourself and your own mind and being able to recognize these things through self-realization and psychological work what did you research have you read any books that has helped you to understand your mind more are there any documentaries um or is it just self-reflection and um self-inquiry i guess there's uh, a lot of that and uh, also conversations with other people uh, sharing experiences and i also have some people that i follow online on youtube that kind of gives me good advice so you search up something that you are curious to know more about and then you watch videos about that yeah that's a good learning tool i yeah, guess it is it is nice and i guess i felt i was in a place that i i didn't quite understand how the mind works so i started reading a lot of stuff on psychiatry and i i started recognizing a lot of these these faults these ways of thinking that are faulty and i recognized that in my own mind mm. so that but by reading it you understood more about yourself and how your mind works but then how did you how are you able to change it or have you been able to work through some of the challenges or the the as you as you say faulty uh things in your mind yeah i feel like i have uh i'm still working on on it <laughs> but then what tools have or what have you learned about how to work through those kind of things first you need to start catching yourself in it you know mm. and that's the tough part and then you kind of have to also work on your attitude towards these things and um, how you approach it like you need to be consistent with yourself you can't be too strict it's a nice balance so i guess that's what it's about just trying to find this balance you know this is so fascinating everything that you just say now because i've realized a lot of patterns that i've had a lot of addictive tendencies cravings regarding you know sweets mm. um different ways that my mind work but then i realized that i have a tendency to judge it mm -hmm. like once i understand how my mind has worked i i get upset yeah exactly. and angry and frustrated and sad but then it's i think it's also important to practice acceptance in all of that 
Yeah, it's very important. Because there's a reason for why the mind has developed these tendencies. So there's not really nothing to, to judge it for. Yeah, exactly. It has become the way it is because of different experiences that has happened in life. Mm -hmm. So I think that is something that is nice to, to keep in mind or to get back to and remember once enter that, like read about different things, uncover, discover, yeah. and explore more about yourself. It's like, okay, yeah, I see this, but then I accept like where I am right now because it is, it is the way it is. Yeah, exactly. And even though you kind of, you started, okay, now I, I discovered this and I'm starting to be aware about it, but being aware in itself isn't going to change it overnight, you know? So you need to, to be patient and you're going to see this, the same thing happening over and over and you're going to get mad and then <laughs> you just need to accept and and change it when you can, when you discover it. Oh, I'm doing this again. Okay, I go this way. Yeah. There was something that um, a person who I spoke to yesterday, actually, she said uh, in order, at least for her, to um, change something in her life, she has kind of added more of the things that she wants in her life and in, instead of thinking about the things that she wants to kind of get rid of mm -hmm. in her life, because it naturally just happens when she adds more of what she wants, other things will kind of, um, how do you say, just fall off or fall away because it's not possible to have, like, let's say, regarding routines or just different behaviors that one has in, in one's life, once you kind of add more of good habits, mm. good routines, the other ones will just kind of slowly disappear. Yeah, and that's a really good approach. Yeah. So do you have any routines in your everyday life that contributes to your growth and well-being? Well, when I wake up, I try to to like set the mode for the rest of the day in a sense and just kind of scan myself how am i feeling today oh i feel like this or i feel a little more like this today and then i feel like okay i'm gonna give myself what i need yeah and i kind of start with the breathing i try to just keep breathing because i know this is a thing that i kind of easily forget so if i start off the day by doing this it's gonna be it's gonna be more easy for me to to stay relaxed and i also go kind of with my i feel my emotions and i feel where where am i with my emotions today and then i give myself what i need with that like maybe i need to to listen to some music that that is really noisy because I'm feeling so sensitive. So I need to give myself kind of the, the opposites of what I want right now, because it's um, like, if you, if you put on a side trance song, you know, it's gonna 
feel like it's kind of poking you in the body. And then um, after a while, you're going to feel like, okay, my thoughts are processing in a, in a high pace because the song is very upbeat. It's very fast. And it's really like there's a lot going on and it's kind of uh, pulling on my senses. And that can be really good therapy, actually. Wow. I've never thought about that. Yeah. Wow. Because, okay, so then the music, it processes your thoughts mm -hmm. faster. This is so interesting because, okay, so then let's say I am stuck in a, a thought pattern, something that just keeps repeating my mind again and again and again. Mm. Like I worry yeah. about things a lot, especially in relationships with people. And then a worry can just be stuck on my mind and kind of repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. Like, oh, I'm worried about what that person thinks about something. And then it kind of did, 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 did. But then do you think that with the music, like if I listen to some kind of like high paced music that that can kind of help um, work through that worry in yeah. a way. Yeah, because in some sense you, you create the balance because you're feeling very on edge. Maybe you, you feel like you want to go lie under your cover and yeah. just like, yeah, you know. But then when you kind of force yourself and your brain to, to just to push it, you know, to the next level. Wow. You, you will feel, um, it will just harden you in a sense. I've never thought of it <laughs> like it that way. Yeah. Um, because it, it, to me, it sounds like a major shock right? And I'm like, ooh, wouldn't that be even more traumatic? Like if you are so on edge and oh, so sensitive and then you kind of put on that music and then it's like, <gasps> like I would just feel like it was such, such a shock, yeah. you know? But you can think of it as a cold shower. Yeah. You know, exactly. like Iceman. Yeah. It jumps into the cold water and yeah, it, it, it's going to give you a shock, but it's going to make you feel better for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's a positive shock. Yeah, and sometimes it's nice to just put on some meditation music as well. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, but you know, you have to kind of sense where you are. Try to mix um, it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What would you say has changed in your life since you were twenty-five? Uh, a lot has okay. changed <laughs> because when I was around that age, uh, I was going through a lot of things that were very difficult for a couple of years. Uh, I had this whole series of things happening in my life that I couldn't really control. And it made me pretty, yeah, pretty devastated. Would you like to share more in depth what happened? Yeah, I was in uh, an abusive relationship. At the same time, I, I lost a very close friend of mine to suicide and Shortly after, I got diagnosed with a form of blood cancer. I got really, really sick. Uh, and a year later, my, my brother died. So it was just one thing after the other, in a sense. And it kind of just got me really depressed. And, uh, and I was dealing with a lot of PTSD and 
I was struggling with traumas and just to do everyday things was hard. And it also, it was difficult with um, just being creative, making beats. Kind of, I kind of lost my my ability for a while. I felt ability to to create. So the past five years has been kind of just uh, about finding back to to my authentic self and finding a more real expression through music. Mm. I can imagine that all of those. Uh, experiences must have had a major impact on you oh yeah it did how did it show up in your in your life um well I felt very broken down uh, I was hypersensitive uh, and very locked in this negative mind state and I struggled a lot with anger and resentment. I was very angry. And it was kind of just very hard to, to express my emotions. And I had some problems with memory and being tr- present in the moment. Uh, and I felt, I just felt very drained all the time. So I didn't have energy to kind of deal with all these things, you know. But then at some point you just had to start somewhere. And just work through it and for me i i feel like i used music as a tool of expression to kind of came back to the music at some point yeah i did so when did you experience a shift happen it was around the time that i started experimenting with uh, plant medicine and were you then able to process some of the anger and the other emotions that you experienced. Yeah, I felt like I got I got to see myself in a new light. And I also felt like I got rid of so much uh, of the things that have been keeping me from being happy. And I also started exposing myself while in these states to just maybe actually go for a walk or be outdoors do something that is kind of new new experiences and that was really helpful as well thank you so much for sharing that how long were you in that state of anger and resent before you uh, started experiencing with plant medicine and started exposing yourself to go out on walks and all of that how how long was the period in where you were in a lot of anger and all of these emotions these heavy emotions mm. uh well it, i guess it was a couple of years about a couple of years and i started exp- experiencing a little bit and uh and then i went deeper into it so actually i i started viewing it as uh, as work for the mind yeah it's amazing and also when you have that intention mm. because what i've realized with 
medicine, plant medicine work is that when you have the intention to really work mm. on yourself and because you want to understand yourself better, yeah. then that's where the healing happens. Exactly. It is. It's what you focus on. And with me, it's been a lot of music, you know, I've been, I spent the time playing a lot of music and uh, making music, just, yeah, trying new things, basically. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So new things, what kind of new things also? Well, just, uh, yeah, new directions and new ways of doing things just having good experiences it's so important when you feel traumatized when you feel neurotic you need the opposite of that exactly yeah. but but when you said new experiences then i thought like oh dancing or mm. something like that <laughs> yeah. is it something like that or uh well maybe not exactly but um yeah. um more like um jamming together with people oh, cool. playing music together yeah which is very connecting. And I love dancing, of course, but I haven't done it as much as I should. Oh, yeah, we should dance together. <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So what does connection mean to you? When you hear the word connection, what does it mean? Connection to me, it's uh, something that you feel uh, maybe between someone else uh, and you. Or you recognize it, you see something in someone, and yeah, you have a connection. And you can you can be connected through many ways, you know. Some people are not that good with words. They rather express it in a different way, a creative way or something else. And to me, it's also about music, because I feel like music is also emotions. And it is something that is universal to all living beings. We can all perceive it. And I, I think that connects us. I like that. Yeah. So what other ways do you like to connect with other people? Well, for example, like this conversation right now that we're having. Yeah, I agree. Deep talks. Yeah deep yeah and i think with that said that we are gonna start to wrap up the conversation for now all right uh but before we do i would like to ask you if you were to give an advice to your 20 year old self mm -hmm. what would that be I guess it, uh, it sounds kind of cliche, but I would say uh, to do what I want and not what everyone else thinks that I should do. Uh, and to be more open, allowing myself to experiment and evolve. Um, and don't run away from myself, facing myself and my issues. Yeah. Great. I like that. It's a nice answer. So. A last thing, Anna. Where can listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on SoundCloud slash Handicaps. Do you have any exciting projects coming out soon? Yeah, I have a couple. The 
first one, it's uh, basically instrumentals. And the other one is uh, a more shamanistic kind of uh, direction. So it's a little bit of both. And will they come out on SoundCloud? Uh, yeah, and Spotify and yeah, all over the, the web. Exciting! Yes. Wow, cool. Okay, so then I will provide the links in the episode description, um, your SoundCloud link. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think also that the listeners can find you uh, on Spotify soon as yeah. well. So they can just search for the same name. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Handicats. Yes. Great. Thank you so much, Anna, for coming on the show and sharing your story and your passion. Oh, you're welcome. And um, thanks for creating a, a good space to do it. Thank you. And also, huge thanks to you who's listening. Continue to connect with yourself, your heart, and others. Please follow or subscribe to the podcast. Looking forward to see you again in the next episode. Bye for now.